welcome back once again for another exciting, exciting episode. Space travel, all of that good stuff. Disney Compendium. Episode volume 43? It's been a while. I am your host, as always, JJ, over there. My good buddy, my good pal, Nick. Nick? How yes. are you doing over there? I've been good, JJ. Uh, you're right, it has been a while. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think I think it looks like beginning of January is when we did the uh, Tron episode. I think yes, and then we think, hey, we got like stuff going on on the weekends, and yeah, um, yeah. But I'm excited to talk about I'm uh, Long John Silver's the movie. Yeah, just the the history of fish sticks and fish fillets. No nope. chicken. Pl- it's all about the chicken planks, man. Oh. The only thing worth eating at that restaurant is the chicken planks and the hutch puppies. I don't, I don't really have Long John Silver's anywhere really in an attainable area. You're okay. You're okay. <laughs> You're okay not having that Long John Silver's I film on you the rest of the day. Ugh. So, yeah. Uh, treasure Planet, I guess. <laughs> Clearly is what we're talking about here. Uh, uh I guess. I mean, I know you watched it a month ago when we were originally going to do it, but then, yes. like I said, the Super Bowl happened, and uh, I, I'm moving. And yeah, and I had a birthday party birthday for my son. All kinds of, uh, that was the least important of all of them. <laughs> yes. Sorry, son. I have to go talk about this ill-advised remake yeah to 2002 let's see opened november 27th 2002 with a budget of 140 million dollars yeah keep in mind previously was lilo and stitch with a substantially less uh budget than this movie and lilo and stitch performed better (laughs) yes um but did it have a song by uh the guy from Goo Goo Dolls. Unfortunately, no. Okay. So. This movie did. It's so weird. There's like one song in this movie, and it's in the middle. Like it's like at the, it's like at the very beginning. Yes. You have a song. And, oh, I guess there's two songs, right? Because there's like one in the middle, isn't there? Like that's the one. That's the yeah. Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's yeah, like it does. It does. This, yeah. It's it like Disney forgot. Like, oh, do we still do musicals? I don't remember. Like the, the Hawaiian roller coaster song was popular, so I guess we have. I guess we still do songs. <laughs> He's like, check it out. I got a song that talks about uh, space pirates, and it rhymes with space pirates, <laughs> and also llamas and pan- and panoramas. Yeah. Okay. This cast is a crazy cast. Yes. Because it's a mixture of like somebody and nobody. <laughs> like, because the guy that plays, um, okay, so Joseph Gordon Levitt is Levitt is Jim Haskins. Yep. Um, that's that for what two thousand in this time frame? That that makes sense. He was still Third Rock from the Sun. Was yeah, still super popular. And yeah, he wasn't. Kind of, yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't not Robin yet. So <laughs> yes, he, he wasn't a uh, Inception guy yeah. or. Um, what was the one he did with Zoe Dashnell? The... Yeah, that yeah, one. that yeah. one. You know that movie. Yeah, uh, so like John Silver is played by uh, Brian Murray, who's just like 
he's been in movies, but like five, and this is one of them. He's mostly a like theater actor. Theater. Yeah. Wait, Brian Doyle Murray. <laughs> uh, you got David Hyde Pierce, uh, Niles Crane. He he always has to play the very erudite character, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. It's his voice. It's his voice. He's great at it, too. So, Sideshow yeah. Cecil. Sideshow Cecil, yep. Yeah. Uh, inexplicably, you have Martin Short in this movie. <laughs> oh, he's the robot, yeah. He's the robot. Um, Boy. Oh, yeah. You have Laurie Metcalf as uh, Jim's mom. <laughs> and Jackie. Yeah, so weird. Like, it's a weird cast. It's like, who can we get? Yeah. That's kind of under contract to us. Uh, Patrick Patrick McGowan is um uh, Billy Bones. Good old John Steed himself. Yep. <laughs> I, I I will say that it, I was watching this movie and I forgot how like it's it's they, they hit a lot of bullet points from Treasure Island more than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I'm watching it, it's like oh, you know, they, for the most part, they, like everyone's here. Like the cast is here, right? Uh, and it, it plays out very similarly, um, just in space and you know making the changes where need be. You know, right? It's not, yeah, it's not totally just some, it's you know. yeah, yeah. You know, you have Billy Bones warning Jim about you know instead of like in the book where beware the one legged man, it's beware the cyborgs. Uh, <laughs> Which <laughs> you are the cyborg, which is hilarious, but also he does end up being a one-legged man. So, yes. uh, so. Be, beware the cyborg, by the way. My favorite SNK game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Play that. Yeah, it was. You know, it's it's it costs about eight hundred dollars if you want the yeah AES, if you want the AES cartridge, but yeah. you know it's it's worth it really. It's yeah. <laughs> Just, you know, it's less if you want the MVS card. Yeah, if you want the MVS card, but you know, yeah, you, you gotta this. get a, get, you know, it's you gotta get the super gun going. And... <laughs> they haven't released it on any compilations or anything like that, so it's that's why the, the price hasn't gone down. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I mean, it's hard to talk about this movie because, like, it's <laughs> it's Treasure Plant, Treasure Island. It's Treasure Island. Yeah, I mean, like, from start to finish, like, the, the bullet points are all there. Like, so you're introduced to uh, Jim, right? Like, so young kid who's reading his book that, I can't tell if that's his imagination or if the book really is, like. <laughs> and that's the funny thing, like, so he, his his mom runs that bed and breakfast or whatever it is, and it, it, it still looks like a, like an old, like, 17th century like rickety shack yeah but then he's got his little like freaking pop-up hologram 3d oh, book yeah, his hologram book and like even when you come to uh, catch up to present time um it, it it still looks like little house on the prairie yeah it, except it just so happens like then you're introduced to niles crane Who's like, right. oh, it's a weird alien. Like, it doesn't... It does, yeah. The, the opening of the movie doesn't make you think that there's going to be, like, aliens until, like, it's just, like, she's just hanging out with Niles Crane, alien. Yeah. And you're like, oh, there's, there, it is an alien. There's aliens. Yeah. Uh, but what, what, when the, right off the jump, I'm like, ah, little kid Jim, super cute, man. Yeah. And then, like, you get older Jim with his freaking Padawan yeah. Anakin haircut. His, his, his weird rat tail. It's like, mm. <laughs> 
kind of hate you, older Jim. You kind of suck. It's, it's sort of the whole aesthetic of this movie is like takes its inspiration from steampunk in a way. Yeah, like, it's not steampunk, but it is like a future world based on the ideas of you know the French Quarter pirates, you know? right? <laughs> Because, like, that hair is, like, what you see when you see, like, young pretty boy pirate characters. And yes. And, the, yeah. There's another... I wouldn't say pretty boy, but it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a word I would not say. Yeah. It, it's those guys. Yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, but um, like, like, everything... Like, the aesthetic is all, like, future pirates. Just like how steampunk is, like, the, you know, that future age. Yeah. Of, like, steam age stuff. Because, like, all of the spaceships still have sails. But solar sails. Solar sails. And, like, there's just, like, the whole, like, anti-gravity situation. But it's not like it's a contained ecosystem. No. It's all open air. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) uh, There's, like, flying through the cosmos. and Yeah. Is it... uh... Who's the captain? Is it uh, Emma Thompson? Yes, it's Emma Thompson. Emma captain. Thompson's the captain. <laughs> Keep in mind, this is what two thousand and what did I say? Two thousand and two. Yeah, with Emma Thompson as like sort of like your co lead. Right. <laughs> it's very weird. And she's. Such, I mean, Emma Thompson. Yeah. In two thousand two, is especially a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's weird because like. You think about this, this is not the, this is the second time Disney has done Treasure Island. Oh yeah, they had a huge live action hit. Yeah, of I, Treasure it, Island. It's a classic. That yeah, one is a. So it's one. It's, it's like what it is one of the like like the live action movies that sort of helped bring Disney around. Right. It was a massive thing. It's one of those ones that we talked about in the '40s, where all of the money was tied up in Europe. Yes. So, well, what do you do? Well, this is Walt going to Europe to make to spend that money on movies, and one of them was Treasure Island, and it was a huge, huge success. So it's good. It's yeah, still good it's still, too. It's still a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I kind of, you kind of wish that you just watched that one instead of this one. Like after it's done. <laughs> like, mm, yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I know we have different differencing opinions on this movie. I, I watched it today, and when it was done, I was like, oh, boy. I just didn't like this movie. Uh. I was okay with it, but keep in mind, I went in with zero expectations. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I don't know. And I was like, okay. It didn't, like, I thought Atlantis was worse. Spoilers for our list later on. Yes. If you had absolutely worse. Tied to a chair, gun to your head, you got to pick one of the two. You're, yeah. I'd pick this one. Yeah. Um, but you're right. It's hard to talk about because it's just treasure island yeah you're gonna start talking it and your eyes are gonna start rolling back in your head because you're gonna like it, it feels like old like everyone's read treasure island yeah like it's just it, it was one of those like you read it in grade school kind of books like everyone had to write a book report at some point on treasure island so you start talking about the story and with the exception of things like what's the treasure map is uh the orb that holds the infinity stone yes um it's the it's it's a puzzle box from Pinhead. Yes, um, it, it really, it really is. Yes, it's the... Uh, <laughs> Silver uh, Wept. Yeah. Silver Wept. It, it, like, but it's also, like, it's this weird, like, Rubik's Cube 
Great. Uh, it's a secret, and it unloads the and, and the map when it comes out is like from the Force Awakens. Right. <laughs> it's yeah. just and awesome. It's, yeah. I like how that one chosen character that knows how to manipulate the the MacGuffin. Yeah. And you get it. It's like, oh, you just I, press I just, here. I feel like this one more than any. Like, okay, so with Treasure Island, it really is like Billy Bones comes to the inn, and like you know is relaying the story and dies that, you know, that whole thing. But this one just feels like they're trying to do deus ex machina. Like he is the chosen one kind of thing where yeah. his ship just happens to crash land on the, the planet and he dies almost immediately. Like there's no, like he barely gets a word out. Yeah. He's like this, yeah, oh, this is cranky old snapping turtle. Yeah. Well, he's dead now. Yeah. 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 So like, yeah. When you go to, uh, uh, yeah, when, when you when you go to Treasure Island, the book, you, you have, yeah, old the old sailor Billy Bones is staying at the lodge, uh, and he tells the innkeeper's son to keep a lookout for the one-legged seafaring man, uh, and then he gets in a fight with Black Dog, and he gets a kind of confrontation, and then all that stuff. This one, he just crash lands and dies. Yeah, it's like... like... It's, yeah. <laughs> and then all of the, the confrontation happens later, sort of thing. Um they burned down the bed and breakfast <laughs> right the b&b here on the uh outskirts of whatever this hell spawn planet is <laughs> jim has to yeah he's like i'm gonna go get the treasure because nobody my likes, mom's because my mom doesn't like me yeah. uh, to be fair he is pretty unlikable he is he's pretty unlikable kid. like how does he go from a cute kid to like yeah i hate sand it's coarse and gets everywhere yeah, yeah. he's that guy He's 100% that guy. It's just so weird. And I'm like, you know, she's had it up to here with him because he's just like, he really, he's he's a layabout and also like is a, is a sass. Yeah. So it's just like, he's always screwing something up. And I, it's funny, like, I think they try to come up with a way to make him feel responsible for the bed and breakfast getting burned down. Mm-hmm. But... Considering where this guy crash landed, that bed and breakfast is probably going to get burned down no matter what. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's literally like a bunch of old rickety things. But yeah, JJ, the, the beginning, like the the part where Jim gets busted by the Robo Police, <laughs> that reminded me like of the of the opening of the freaking uh, Star Trek remake. Yeah, where no, Kirk no, gets bu- it's, it's the same. Fr- it's, it's the same the thing. Same. It's the same thing. Yeah. Clearly. Clearly, J.J. Uh, Abrams, big fan of Treasure Island. Just without sabotage playing. Yeah. Jeez, <laughs> uh, that was... I Yeah, the robot cops, man. What a... Ro- I want to say robocops, but... Nah, they're too lame to be a robocop. They're not, they're not robocops. Yeah. They're, they're more like the uh, the cops from Futurama. Yes, <laughs> like yes, they are. Yeah. I would they would, yeah. even in design. Yes, they're almost similar to design too. I guess it would have been the same time because 2002 and Futurama was one of those like that made its debut in 2000, didn't it? That was its like sort of similar to yeah. Uh, also, watch Futurama instead. Yeah, hell yeah. Is that on? Was... Is that on Disney Plus? I no, I don't think so. I'm sure that. I'm sure Futurama's rights are still tied up somewhere else. Comedy Central <laughs> and rights. something else. Yeah. yeah. Like, the Simps- the, like the Simpsons, I just think they just have like generic <laughs> syndication rights floating around out there. Right. At this point. 
Because I don't think they were re- being syndic like they were being syndicated on FXX, which is Fox's own thing. Right. And then Disney bought all of that. Like, but Futurama wasn't being syndicated on that. It was being syndicated no. on Central right now. I think. Yeah, it's that's the last place I saw it. Yeah, so I'm assuming they would still have the syndic- the airing rights to it. I don't. Streaming rights are still kind of this weird thing that nobody has figured out. Yeah. So- <laughs> Just pirate everything, everybody. Pirate everything. Yeah. So that's that's the tone of this movie. Yeah. Pirate everything. Yo ho, yo ho, a pirate's life for me. Yes. Which does get said in uh, this movie at one point. Um, and so and so does uh, on the on the Star Trek thing. I'm a doctor, not a. Yes. <laughs> like, uh, damn it, Jim! How... I'm a doctor. Damn it, Jim! <laughs> um, how how soon before the uh, pi- the live action pirates movie is this one? Let's see. Pirates of the Caribbean's first movie, I think, was like oh four, oh five. Let's so not out. that long. Let's look. I'm I've watched uh, 2003. So the next uh, year, the next year, the very next year, Pirates of the Caribbean, which uh, made the existence of this movie even more absurd. Yes, <laughs> the much better Pirates movie. Oh, much better. But that first, the Curse of the Black Pearl, was a genuinely great adventure movie. Yes. Say what you want about sort of what they did with the constant sequels following yeah. this and everything, and what and what sort of tarnished the legacy of the movies. That first, the first movie, The Curse of the Black Pearl, fantastic. It's Very a good fun. movie, and fun. I would argue one of Hans Zimmer's best scores. Yeah, yeah, it's a great score. Yep, um, and he's got a lot of them. He's Hans oh, Zimmer's yeah. got a, like he did the Lion King for God's sake. Yeah, yeah, so but. Yeah, that that pirate score is pretty good. The, the good one, the good Lion King. The good Lion King. <laughs> the bad one's streaming on Disney Plus right now. If you want to go watch it, yeah. I, eh, I, think yeah. I, I think I think I was on Voodoo, and you can get like a bundle and save pack where you get no, like, no, I'm not saving because I would just. <laughs> or I could just like watch the good Lion King. Yeah. <laughs> saving what exactly? JJ, are we avoid? Are we avoiding talking about this movie? I don't know because it's like it's Treasure Island, man. It's it looks like, nice. It look oh, it's gorgeous. Like yeah, CG, it looks great. CG is actually really good in this. Yes, uh, it is. It, it blends in really well with what's going on, and when they're and all of like the space, the, like the like the you know the what, what you would consider sort of like the like box, you know, yeah. that they're in, like all of the stars and planets and all that stuff that you're seeing, all look great when they're it, out. Like, it looks really ways. good. Yeah. I don't, like, think the, it, I don't think the character designs are particularly great on anything. No, it's... Like, like Jim sucks. Long John Silver, or in this one he's just John Silver. Yeah. It, it isn't really a great design. It has some cool ideas, but isn't great. Niles Crane doesn't look very... I don't know what they were going for with his design. Like, it's sort of like this weird, like... I don't know. He looks like... He looks like the uh, he looks Fal like like Falcor from Never Ending Story with yeah. glasses. Yeah, like yeah, just like humanoid Falcor. Good- <laughs> yeah. and, and like even the robot uh, Ben, uh, kind of like it's not a particularly like uh, like robots are cool, but like that one just seems like some sort of weird like you made it out of some like PVC pipe and spray painted it bronze. Yeah, like it, it's not, a, and it's voiced by Martin Short, which doesn't help. No, he's 
like he okay first of all yes the robot looks like the main character from steam world yeah um but also yeah, martin short is at his martin shortiest in this and it's just yeah. like oh god there was like a couple of times where it sounded like he was trying to convince you he was dom de louise <laughs> no the, how you, how you did that? <laughs> just, I, I don't know what that yeah uh like and you know the, the we're in the era of disney where everything sort of has to have like a cute animal companion but yep like in this one it's that amorphous blob a morph was it i think it was something I which one what it's, the, the little pink blob that's hanging around oh yeah the yeah. little like yeah, you, the guy guy who looks he's like the DNA strand that can just yeah, kind of change into things. He's a ditto from Pokemon. Yeah, he he absolutely is a ditto. Yeah, but he's also Mr. DNA from Jurassic Park. Yeah. I would yeah. And just like it's constantly like just kind of being the comedic relief. Yeah. I guess it's supposed to be like the parrot, I'm assuming. Yeah. Like, because there is no parrot, because there's like we gotta you know how parrots have you know how pirates have parrots on their shoulders and silver like this, this thing hangs out on her shoulder and stuff, so I'm assuming it's supposed to be the parrot, but um, it's 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 a fine design. That one's, but it's kind of, because it's kind of nothing, so they can make it what they need it to be. But, I just yeah. like how they're, they're okay with like this living anamorphic goo yeah, just hanging out on their clothes all the time. Yeah, and, and like it can turn into clothes too, which is very upsetting. Yeah, it could, it could it's, like, it's a shapeshifter. Yeah, it turned into a boot and a hat, and it's like it could turn into anything at this really, and you wouldn't know, and that's upsetting. Like, like, like yeah. you wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah. And then they stare at you like for an uncomfortable long time. You yeah. would never know. Yeah, uh, you have the evil. Uh, everything else is like insectoid. Yeah, um, which is very like upsetting. Like yeah. despite like the design of the one that kills Stone. Yeah. Cool. Kills uh, Captain Korg. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is like a spider design with like he, lobster claws, and I hate it. He looks like, he, if this is, gonna be, this is an obscure reference, but you might get it. Yeah. He looks like Mantaz from Time Killers. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes, that's exactly, that's exactly it. Which I think is a thumbnail for this episode, JJ. <laughs> Mantaz from Time Killers. Um, so, the one thing, because, okay, so you get to that point where they're, like, going through, like, the, you know, oh, it's going supernova as they're sailing, and they have to go through the black hole right. and all that stuff, and so Jim has to tighten down all of the anchor, like, you know, the harness ropes and everything. Right. And, the, you know, and then... Mantaz. As Stone, who is... Uh, as Stone falls, Mantaz um, cuts the line, and Jim gets blamed for it, and that storyline goes nowhere they're like it, it, it like it makes everyone sad jim never really takes the blame like he personally takes the blame for it but everyone else is kind of like yeah the captain what should have been like the captain not trusting him never comes into fruition she's like she's like well stuff happens yeah, yeah we're like, gonna miss it but it happens because, yeah because this movie's like like an hour and 24 minutes. Yeah. So it just kind of keeps moving. And it's like what should be like a subplot of like, does the captain trust his judgment? Can the captain trust him? She let her uh, right hand man, her number one, her Riker fall to fall to his death. Yes. And nothing like outside of Jim feeling sad for it and sort of proving that the pirates 
are heartless. It does. It really doesn't add anything. To yeah, do that. they just kind of get over it. They get over it real quick. She gets over it real quick. She has a little like service for it, and it's like business as usual. She doesn't chastise John really or no. Jim. Uh, anything. It's yeah. I don't know. It's it seems like there was lost opportunity there. Yeah. It it's like not great storytelling because it's kind of cliche, but it's storytelling better than what you did with that. It's like, well, be more careful next time. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. You 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 let a, you let one of my men die, but whatever. And <laughs> I, I feel like they they missed an opportunity. No, this is never mind. It's like they're they're on the edge of the black hole, so they're they're they're, they're in the, on the event horizon. Yeah. What if Event Horizon? <laughs> uh, that would have just if this movie turns into a horror movie, yes, out of nowhere. Oh yeah, no. Now we're talking. Yeah. Uh, but what? But also, but but also, what if uh, what the robot from the black hole came? Old Bob. Old Bob. Yep. <laughs> Slim Pickens. Slim Pickens came through. <laughs> hey everyone, watch the black hole. Watch the black hole. It's on Disney Plus right now. It's, it's Disney Plus in HD. Beautifully I own, remastered. I, I own it. It's on DVD. It doesn't look that great. Yeah. On Disney Plus, it looks pretty good. I, I I was watching it like a maybe a couple weeks ago, and I forgot like the part. Where Maximilian kills Anthony Hopkins or Anthony Perkins' character, yeah, and his death is like this. <laughs> he goes, and that's how he dies. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and yes, everyone, Anthony Perkins, as in Norman Bates, is in Norman Bates is in Disney's The Black Hole. Yes, <laughs> because he was like, for the love of God, someone give me some non-psycho roles. Yeah, or I think it was Psycho and Fear Strikes Out. <laughs> And this movie, and he dies where a robot bl- uh, uses his, his magic bullet uh, blade on him, and he goes, <laughs> and that's how he dies. Uh, oh man, the black hole. Yeah, that's a good. It's it's absolutely cashing in on Star Wars, and I do not care. No, nope. it is, it is this low budget nonsense that I love. Yeah, bad bad science. Bad yeah. effects. Pseudoscience. Techno yeah. babble. Yeah. A lot of people just saying words that mean nothing. And like uh, a villain who looks like me, <laughs> like after not sleeping, just like uh, a very, a very non-threatening villain. Really. Yes. <laughs> just like, is he just sleep, just sleep deprived? Like yeah. Albert Einstein. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was actually thinking about like when since we had lost Kurt Douglas a few days ago, I was thinking about the. Uh, the twenty thousand leagues under the sea. Yeah, yeah. Also, watch that movie. It's it's a better pirate movie than this one too. Twenty thousand. Listen, twenty thousand leagues under the sea is genuinely probably one of Disney's, like from the Golden Walt era of live action Disney stuff. Even, even post that, it's got to be one of Disney's absolute it's, best live action. Films. It is. It's a movie that Jaden and I talk about constantly. Yeah. We were we were we were talking leading up to Disney Plus. We we're like, is twenty thousand leagues going to be on there? Is it going to be on there, and is it going to be in HD? Because the only way to get the Blu-ray of it is to be a member of the Disney Movie Club. Right, which nobody is a... <laughs> which nobody is a member of the Disney Movie Club. Yeah, yeah. And, Kirk, and Kirk Douglas also is amazing in it. Yeah, rest in peace. Yeah. R.I.P. Kirk Douglas. And also, James Mason. <laughs> I'm James Mason. 
and I'm Nemo. Yeah. So, um, so uh, back to Treasure Planet. Uh, are you sure? I, I, unfortunately, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, I just realized as I'm sitting here that we're going to have to hold off on ranking it because I have no idea where the thumb drive is uh, for the where the lists are on it. So that's good. Uh, that's good radio. That's good radio. It's, it's all right. I'm just looking up at my USB ports on my computer and I'm like, oh. That's in a box somewhere, and I don't know where that box is. Or, hey. hear me out, you you just edit this part out. <laughs> Too late. Like, I, I, don't, I, like, I, like, I like to have the... This is organic. This is... Uh, there's no preservatives, and that includes editing, unless I swear here, which I will not do. Okay, here's what we do. I'm, gonna, I'm just going gonna, gonna to name... I'm going to say numbers from 1 to 43 right now. <laughs> One if, and whenever I tell you like later in the week, like where I rank this movie, you slide in. JJ, I rank this movie number one. JJ, I rank this movie number two. JJ, this movie is number three for me. JJ, okay, this okay, is a strong what? number four. Unfortunately, I'm not letting this go on, so this movie is going to be one through four for you, and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> Congratulations, Treasure Planet, the best Disney movie of all time. Best Disney movie of all time. Uh, well deserved. Well deserved. Yes, Bravo. Uh, so what we finally reach? Let's just jump ahead. So we talked about Stone getting killed. Yep. By I guess the character's name is uh, Scroop, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, somehow a worse name than the Time Killers. <laughs> I like Mantas better. Yeah, much better yeah. name. Uh, so yeah, they reach a Treasure Planet, and this is where Jim finds out that Silver is a pirate. Uh, he should have figured that out. Uh, that that him and the rest of the insects on the were clearly pirates. Like they well, were very I mean, obviously pirates. <laughs> I mean, he suspected Silver from yeah. the beginning. He's like, "Oh, you're because he's because he's grilling him at the beginning with this." So I think his name was Stone doing that whole like, yeah yeah. And he's like, "I don't know what you're talking about, lad." But they get but they but they yeah but they got along. Uh, well, yeah, he's like a father figure to Joe. Yeah, it's so weird. Like at that part that. Subplot plays out pretty good. Yeah. Um, so, um, so, yeah, so, they're on the so, Yes. Uh, Jim hears the whole, like, deal going down about how they're trying to get the treasure. Um, because I was Morph intentionally trying to do that? It feels like. It feels like Morph was trying to lead him there. <laughs> Maybe. Or he was just playing with Jim or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, uh, but yeah. I, I, it's so funny when you get to like when they try to like change a character enough because so you have Jim learning all of this going down um, and, and then mutiny breaks out <laughs> shortly thereafter. Yep. But like a very poorly planned mutiny. <laughs> Emma Thompson, a.k.a. Captain Weasel. Yeah. Gets injured. Gets injured. Uh, I don't know what her real name is, but she looks yeah. like a, a weasel. Uh, they the the map gets left behind, which is like an interesting plot point because what he thinks Doppler has remembered the map, not Doppler, um, whatever Morph or whatever the hell the the robot. No, yeah, no, not the robot Morph. Like, yeah, he thinks somebody else. Like, yeah, they forget the map. <laughs> That's all I remember. 
yeah. at this point. And I watched it this afternoon, and I don't really remember what <laughs> happened here. All I, I remember about Morph is he gets killed night in the Sentinels, Sentinels, and then I don't care. Yeah, I was like, well, good. Like, yeah, you, you made up this character to die because he didn't want to kill any of the X Men. Yes, uh, and then get the X back. Like in the last season. Yeah, bring him back as Evil Morph. Yeah, you could tell he was evil because he had bags under his eyes. Yes. Uh, they made a toy of that too. They sure did. Yeah, except the except the only thing that made him morph was you could change his heads. No, I'm not gonna lie to you. I I was happy with that. By the way, X Men the animated series now streaming at Disney Plus. Uh, watch Morph die and feel nothing. Yeah. <laughs> feel nothing. It's, it's so like, kind of glad he died. Like. Yeah, this character that you knew nothing about, uh, other than he was making fun of TV, and yeah. then he dies. And Wolverine is very angry about it. Yes, yeah. socks Cyclops. <laughs> like he, he's a he's a somehow more annoying Rekgar. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I do remember that. Uh, if you do get the uh, infamous line because of Morse death, because Wolverine's fury is and he chopped. Up Jeep. <laughs> yes. I made him a convertible <laughs> as he drives off. <laughs> and there's no rookie. Wolverine just did that. Never... Yeah. Wolf... <laughs> Cyclops probably just put his hand on his hip and was like, Well, <laughs> that's oh, scam. <laughs> that's scam. At least he didn't touch my sweet bomber jacket. <laughs> uh, I, I wish he still had that bomber jacket in the comics. It's a bummer. <laughs> I, 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 I'm glad the action figure has the bomber jacket. Yeah, yeah, and you can't take it off the uh, the three pack. I don't. I don't want to take it off. Triangle three pack. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's great. It's how, it's, it's, how it's, it's how that character should be. Just, yeah, he's, he's he's that guy. <laughs> he's just that guy. The sight, the sunglasses, head, and everything. Yeah. He just looks like a '90s that guy. Yeah, he's. <laughs> like, I got a bomber jacket. Oh yeah, what branch are you in? Uh, uh, I didn't like, oh no, Cyclops! He's Cyclops is accused of stolen valor in episode X Men. <laughs> stolen valor, yeah. <laughs> Previously on X Men, <laughs> Cyclops tried to get a discount at Jersey Mike's, claiming he was ex military. <laughs> Why am I getting charged with bacon? I'm a veteran. I'm a veteran. Why am I getting charged actor for bacon? Oh, I'm sorry, sir. What branch are you? Uh, Coast Guard or something. Anyways, they get the treasure planet. <laughs> they don't have the map. Yeah. And so Jim wanders off. And that's where you find Mike Martin Short playing the role of Ben, B-E-N, as an acronym. Uh, in the original story, it's Ben Gunn. Uh, with two ends, so he is definitely related to Billy Gunn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he probably um, taught him how to do the Famouser. He probably did the Famouser, and he won the and his brother won Brawl for All. Brawl for All, yeah, and then was knocked out by Butterbean. Knocked out by Butterbean, which is his punishment for ending Doctor Death Steve Williams' push. Yes, so so Ben Gunn, uh, one half of the Smoking Guns, uh, one third of the Smoking Guns, one third of the Smoking Guns, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's there. He's scatterbrained. I, I remember the first time watching this. It's like, like he can't find his memory core. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, 
so I just assumed it was going to be that orb in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> and lo and behold, it was not. It was not. It was the weird, like, Darksiders-style skeleton pirate at the end of Captain Flint at the end of this movie. It, it, which, it was which, the Goonies pirate ship. Yeah, it, it's funny because, like, when you see that, it's like, oh, that's where the memory thing is because in the story, he's, like, pointing at the treasure. His arms are crossed, pointing at the treasure kind of thing. Right. So it's like, oh, so instead of pointing, he's basically... But, like, but they're already at the treasure, so instead they change it to an exciting uh, action sequence where it's like, no, 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 they knew where the treasure was. Now it's uh, the memory... The, the, the pirate skeleton is telling them, like, yo, dude, you're dead. Uh, <laughs> if you... If you see the, if you see me, you're already dead, uh, yes. basically. Um, and I watch all this gold go into the lava. Yeah, yeah. Uh, weird plan from the pirate man. Yeah. Um, don't know why he would care. Uh, <laughs> at this point, pirate ghosts are nothing. I'm not vengeful, JJ. <laughs> you should know that from watching the Garfield Halloween special <laughs> and the Fog. Yes, yes. Uh, but also, I've been told repeatedly that dead men tell no tales. Mm-hmm. So, And by repeatedly, you mean every time you go into Pirates in the Caribbean. Uh, yeah, they say it. It's in the echoey hallway constantly. Yeah. You hear it all the time. And the talking skeleton head before you do the first drop also says it. So It also has it on the uh, menu at the Jelly Roger across the street from Disneyland, which is like dead men tell no tales. Don't eat here. <laughs> don't eat here <laughs> don't eat the Jolly Roger it'd be too late to alter course <laughs> it'd be too late tis no man tis an eating machine <laughs> uh, man Simpsons now available on Disney Plus, <laughs> Disney Plus. <laughs> that's, that's just gonna be like every like inevitably it's going to be like uh, you know 1998 Monday Night Raw now available on Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's getting there. It's getting there. I still want to watch it though, <laughs> because it's pretty bad when you look go back and watch it. It is. It's... It is. It's all bad. The weird thing is, is that when you go back and watch any of it, it's all bad. Yeah. It's like, oh, this sucks. And then you watch like the the Golden Age. You're like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then, you watch it, then you watch it today, and you're like, oh. Wow, this sucks. This sucks. <laughs> You're like, the stuff I used to think was cool, I was an idiot teenager. Turns out I was a... It turns out only Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock were good. Yes. And, like, everyone else, the supporting cast, not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, you good. You were like, watch. So I'm going to go, go to the side here because this is what I do. I derail de- all our show. Um do you ever go back and watch it? Do you see like a Val Venus skit? You're like, oh, yeah. Oh yeah. man, like God. Like, like anytime, like the gang warfare stuff comes up, like the the Los Bariquas show no. up or something. You're just like, uh, this hurts. This yeah, hurts. this hurts. This is uncomfortably <laughs> racist. Yeah. yeah. Here come, oh, cool. Oh man, I love DX. Here comes X Pac and Blackface. Yeah. <laughs> Oh wait! <laughs> oh look, it's Sable. Yeah, in a, yeah, in, in, with, with handprints. And yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Quick, quick question: Was the Sable never actually hot? Because that's going back. Like, nope, doesn't do it for me. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. No, <laughs> no, no, no. It's like 
Never a never a Sable fan. Yeah. So, anyways, anyways, they activate the booby traps. They have to escape. Everyone, everything's blowing up. They don't get any of the treasure. So you think? Oh, uh, what? what? Uh, uh, Silver and the captain and Niles Crane and Jim. They all escape. They get out of the portal because that's right. Portals were a very popular thing. Uh, in this franchise, I guess. Uh, <laughs> they escape through a portal and th- they get their thruster damaged? Their space thruster? <laughs> yes, their space and thruster. So he, Jim, figures he can save this by altering the portal destination, by creating a uh, kick, cloud kicker style. Uh, <laughs> Space, hover foil space hover foil out of the busted rocket with the help of uh john uh, john silver uh who has you know he he doesn't care about anyone but he really does seem to care about jim uh, john silver's done a full face turn here full face turn uh he could have easily have just done you know made a made a run for it but he didn't he has mutinied he is a bad guy he is a bad pirate man but he just he loves Jim so much. <laughs> yeah, he's like Jim was going to fall into the, uh, I guess the, the smelting pot that was yeah, underneath the goal, and Jim it's, and Silver it's, it's, it's funny. It's like it's because they're in the planet's core because the planet is Unicron, basically. Yes, it is correct. Uh, it's all gears and lasers, and it's, so it's it would be magma anywhere else, but it's because it's a machine. It is like a smelting. It's the it's the factory from Terminator Two. Uh, <laughs> it's for all. It's it's for all the burning oil from Hunchback was produced. Yeah, was produced exactly. It was, it was there. Just, that... can, just turn it all around. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So yeah. The planet really is Unicron. Uh, <laughs> Transformers not now on Disney Plus. No, uh, but give it time. Give it time. Give it time. Uh, at some at some point, Hasbro, uh, <laughs> You're like you know, we're not, we're not even gonna pretend anymore. Yeah. Um. So. So yeah, he saves the day. They make their way out of the damage. You don't really get too much of a resolution on this. Like he helps Jim get away. Yeah, Jim's like, all right, Silver. Well. Yeah. Take this little. I guess lifeboat with what would, what would essentially be the lifeboat on a normal ship. Yeah, uh, is this little like weird like? Uh, you remember when uh, in like the Star Wars prequels where the Jedi starships like had their like the pod that detaches? And stuff? Yes, <laughs> it's a similar concept. It's that. Yeah. Okay. Now, now I want you to. I'm gonna let you get away. Now travel the cosmos in this little shanty boat. Yeah, with no supplies. That's what you would do to a mutiner, anyway. Like you would, kick, I know. <laughs> you would kick them out on a lifeboat with no supplies and like a gun with a single bullet, and say, yeah. "All right, well, good luck. Best uh, of luck in your future endeavors." Yeah, but instead, this is seen as sympathy, uh, <laughs> and and uh, John Silver tosses him a pocket full of treasure that he had on him. So give this to your mother, which also sort of. Makes it seem a little like say hello, say hello to your mother for say me. Say hi to your mother for me. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a pocket full of sunshine. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
the captain <laughs> offers Jim like a recommendation for the academy, which is really nice, I guess. <laughs> so again, still not super upset about her like first mate getting yeah. killed. Yeah, but uh, they've yeah. never cleared that up. That it yeah. was in fact Mantaz that did it. Yeah, you get to see the inn rebuilt at the end, which is nice because right. I'm assuming she used stolen pirate treasure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she has no problems. Like you know what? For, for fine. Uh, I do like the very end where it has like the Mufasa of Long John Silver in the uh, clouds. Oh my god! <laughs> I'll be smiling at you, Jimbo. <laughs> Just the stupidest ending. Just like Just what? The stupidest final shot. What is what is this? Yeah, just the absolute stupidest final shot you could possibly imagine. It is like one of those Sears portrait studio things where it has yeah. your face yeah. and then up in the left hand corner like yeah. the kind of like shadowy Yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah, double exposure kind double of exposure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just like what the Yeah, it that felt like a studio note. Like and also make sure that we he knows that Long John Silver is watching over him somehow. Uh, <laughs> he's he didn't die. Just do yeah. it. Just do it. Put it in there. Yeah, so. I'll be watching you from up above. Up above. And by up above, I mean like in the clouds, because I'm not actually dead. I'm not dead. I'm actually actually just just in the atmosphere right now, as we say. Yes. (laughs) I'll be thinking about you when I have my pocket full of treasure, and I'm horrored on the nearest planet, Jimbo. Uh, He is still a pirate. Yeah. He didn't really have a change of uh, like direction. He just really liked Jim. Uh, so that was good enough. Is, so he is 100% out there still being a pirate. Yeah. Still being an absolute terror of the uh, skies? I don't know what you would call a space. <laughs> He's a... Uh, <laughs> my assumption is that after this movie he links up with Don Carnage. I was about to, say, I was about to make the exact same joke. I'm yeah. Like, him and Don Carnage team up. Yes. Take <laughs> take over, like terrorize Cape Suzette. Yeah. Uh, future Cape uh, Suzette. Don Carnage, uh, who is in fact Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Uh, <laughs> go back to Disney Compendium Annex. That wasn't even an Annex episode. It, it was just a sequel episode of the Robin Hood episode. Yes, it was us. It was our deep cut episode. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. I love yes. that episode. Where did he? I cover Z. Uh, Haunted the, history. The hidden link between the Jungle Book and Robin Hood. Uh, so I guess we. <laughs> it took, treasure. This movie took four and a half years to make. Why? Um. Well, you see, uh-huh. Disney. Uh, just kind of sucks. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah. So, uh-huh. Yeah. There was like at a point in '85 uh, where it was going to be a movie, um, like it was pitched, but like, nah, no, nah, we're not doing that, uh, <laughs> uh, because um, Michael Eisner, uh, because Michael Eisner, well, because Michael Eisner had just come from Paramount, mm-hmm. and Paramount was working on a new Star Trek movie that was going to be inspired by Treasure Island. So, which we never got. Yeah, no, we never got. We never got it. Is uh, it the Wolf of the Whales? No, it never. It went unproduced. Never happened. Uh, Not close enough. It's the Wolf of the Whales. What was what was the one with the rails? That was uh, four. I was gonna say four, five, but maybe four. Wait, I can't. Remember. 
Wait, so three was Return of Spock. Return of Spock. Was four was was four Undiscovered Country or the Final Frontier? I I, I don't I I can never keep them straight at that point, honestly. Yeah. I don't really go out of my way to watch those ones. So the second, the first and second ones, limit you need to worry about. Yeah. V'ger and Khan. Yep. That's it. Yeah. Call yeah. it. Good. So after Little Mermaid came out, they pitched it again, but the studio was like, nah. Uh, then they pitched it again after Aladdin, uh, and then Katzenberg was like, nah. <laughs> uh, just it, it really had this whole thing. It just kept getting rejected over and over again. Um. So this movie won by attrition, or what? In in ninety five. Uh, when they were renegotiating contracts, uh, the the deal was you can start working on Treasure Planet after you finish Hercules for Ron Clemens. So, <laughs> yeah. finish Hercules, yeah, and you get this movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, the 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 goal with this movie was they wanted to have camera work, like traditional, like film camera work. Like Ooh. they exactly they specifically cited James Cameron. And Steven Spielberg for like be, how they move the cameras around, right? Stuff, which makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So that that's why it didn't come out at around that time because they needed to film technology for animation to sort of increase, uh, get better, or, or develop them themselves. Yeah, or develop them themselves. And so basically, that's what they did. So the production for the movie really started in two thousand. Um. So yeah, you know, four and a half years later, <laughs> like. You know, two and a half years, you get uh, Treasure Planet, basically, <laughs> because they finally figured out how to do that in, like, a CG space, basically. Which would explain the budget. Yeah, yes. Uh, apparently, there are over a thousand crew members listed in the credits of this movie. Good God. For an animated film in 2002. Yes. Like, no. nowadays, like, nowadays, like, because you outsource a lot of stuff, and there's, like, huge, like, a lot of times, sort of, like, the... Like CG studio is different from the in-house studio kind of stuff. You know what? I, like the animation stuff. So it's unclear what's going on. It's like, well, I mean, yeah. I'm sure if you watch like the, the entire credits from Endgame, yeah, that's like a thousand people. I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. If, if not more. Um. So yeah, just just this this movie was just such a undertaking from a technological standpoint because they wanted to sort of film it like a movie. Use a camera like an actual movie and not just have like, you know, your traditional uh, hand-drawn pans and using sort of still photography and to, to cre- create these, like... Because there are a couple of scenes that you can think of where the camera is actually moving down a corridor. Like, yeah, the like, scene, like, like when he's like on the ground and the camera is like panning through beams and stuff. Or when he's running his hover foil through Beggar's Canyon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Bullseye Wapperance. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's it's hard for me because I just don't think any of the plans came together, really. I mean, visually, it looks great. I won't yeah. give it that. But, like, story-wise, I just feel like something fell apart somewhere. I, you I can't know. quite pinpoint yeah, where. can't pinpoint what's wrong. It just feels really... I don't know, generic, I guess, because it is, I guess because they didn't, they didn't do much with 
Treasure Planet as a concept. They just made Treasure Island, but in space, which feels like you could do more. It feels like you can make a more epic animated film with that concept than what they did. Like Treasure Island doesn't really have, it's a, it's an epic, but it doesn't really have a lot going on. Uh, that, and, 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 you know what I mean? In terms of it's all, cause you know, it, it's all just pirate adventure and mutiny and right. you know, sh- that sort of, you know, song and shanty style storytelling. But I feel like if you're going to make a movie and you're going to make something as bombastic as the concept of treasure planet, you just need to commit and go for it. And they didn't. And I don't know. I, yeah. It just never, it just, cause like you're not that far removed from Tr- Muppets treasure Island at this point, which is which a better is, movie, which is a better movie because they just kind of really committed to it and like went bombastic and went weird and big and it's great. And like, this one just feels like a 90 minute version of a book that would take you hours and hours to read. <laughs> it's so I think I think where the disconnect for me comes in is that it's obvious where they put their 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 money and where they put their they develop they put their time in. Yeah. It seems like like as far as character and story development, it just those things were an afterthought. Yeah. Like you don't really care about these characters. Yeah, no. You don't. I mean yeah. you care a little bit about the relationship between Silver and Jim. I, I I heard somewhere that a, a little bit of inspiration for Jim for this one also came from Catcher in the Rye, okay. <laughs> which explains kind of a lot of the sort of like unlikableness right. of Jim. Uh, so I like that would explain something to me about why I don't like Jim as much, I yeah. guess. Yeah, he's just kind of... Yeah. I mean, Silver's, Silver's probably the most likable character. Yeah, and, and, and you know, because he does come around and he, the, he's friendly with the main character and never really turns on him. Like, he does, but immediately regretful of it and fixes the situation. Right. Um, which is a good character trait. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Silver, I don't like the design of Silver, like I said earlier. I feel like, I don't know, there's something, it's like, they, they went for, like, a weird Star Wars-like character. Yeah, like, you see him in the Moss Eisley. Yeah, like, you would see him in the Cantina scene or something, or he'd, he'd be, like, a character in the Mandalorian. He's yeah. Like, he's, like, one half, like, scuzzy uh, Moss Eisley bounty hunter character, one half uh, 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 Jetster Dexter from Obi-Wan's uh, cafeteria, or cafe, or diner uh, right. buddy from Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, and yeah, it, it, it just like, and I get like I, th- I guess at the time like who was the biggest star Emma Thompson and then David Hyde Pierce in the order right? Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, people were people liked, um, uh, what's his name, the main Jim, uh, from Third Rock Descent, Jessica Gordon, Gordon JGL, JGL. People liked him like. Third Rock from the Sun was a massive show, and people liked that character and wanted to see him more than anyone sort of branch out afterwards. So, uh, do you think he he got the because this is this is not his first time working with Disney either? I don't think so. No, he was no, he was the kid from Angels yeah, in the Outfield. Yeah, that's right. He was in Angels in the Outfield. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and typically, if you work for Disney once, there's a good chance they'll just cast you again. Yeah, that's uh, like. So. 
It's like getting a uh, a job with the the county or the government. Like, yeah, look, you had it. Like, you just you're in. As as long as as long as you don't do anything that they can't sleep under the rug. Uh, <laughs> and even then, yeah, well, we'll, even we'll then, think, depending we'll, how, yeah, depending how high up in the uh, overall standings you are. Uh, yeah. Even then, um, do you remember how big this movie was in terms of like merchandising? I remember zero merchandise, possibly. Oh boy, man! It had everything, and everything. It, let's. Uh, they they obviously had McDonald's Happy Meal toys. Sure. Uh, they they were they were co <coughs> had uh, deals with Pepsi, Dryer's ice cream, Kellogg cereal. Uh, you got to- obviously you got toys in their Happy Meals. You the, they had they sold soda cans with the graphics of Treasure Planet on them. Wow. Pepsi, like just like how they did with Star Wars, you would get it, and there would be Treasure Planet graphics on the, you know, your Pepsi can or your um, Mountain Dew can. Um, I'm trying to think of like Sierra Mist <laughs> at the time and stuff. So yeah, that, yeah, there's... that's not that's yeah, good old Sierra Mist. I, to be fair, like I like when this movie came out, I was like in my early twenties, so I was yeah. in the Target demo for it. Uh. And yeah, there was uh, <laughs> uh, galactic chocolate and vanilla treasure ice cream from Dryers. <laughs> that's that's like something I would one hundred percent eat. Yeah, uh, Kellogg included spoons. Oh yeah, and Hasbro made action figures. Um, did they? They did. I very you... much remember the action figures. Did you have them? I did not because I didn't like Treasure Planet. Well. <laughs> But if you go to like a collectible store, you tend to see a lot of Treasure Planet stuff. And by collectible store, you mean like an antique mall? Like this, this is the, this is the dollar bin. Yeah, exactly. For your Treasure Planet toys, with the with the yellow one, uh, all that good stuff. Let's see. I'm trying to find a picture of the action figure packaging uh, because let's see. Because I know I, I do remember Treasure Planet or. I remember Tarzan having an ha- uh, uh, action figure line. <laughs> there you go. See, that's actually pretty advanced for. I mean, this was three thousands. It should have been. This is two thousand two. Yeah. So there's your, there's your, there's your buddy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Zorak. Zorak. <laughs> yeah. They 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 had uh it, it was it was really rather significant toy line. Well, uh, did... yeah. So you said Hasbro made them? Yes, they were Hasbro. What were the what's were they like in the style like Star Wars figures or uh, a little a, bit? Of, they actually three and three quarter of, or they six like, inch? Yeah, they, they, well, a little bit of everything. There was yeah. three three quarters. There was like not six inch, but you know, bigger than three and three quarters. I think they're like five inch, probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and big scale ones. You could get a big size Ben figure, and you know, <laughs> boy, micro, who wouldn't want that? Micro figures and like there was like a. Almost replica of the um, Hellraiser puzzle ball. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> the ship would have been probably been a cool playset. Uh, yeah, and they actually have the uh, the uh, Solar Surfer, which uh, oh. is is nothing. It's a big nothing. Like it's <laughs> like yeah, I don't know. It's one of those weird like action figure things. Like maybe it was in a first draft. Yeah, <laughs> that's how it looked. But by the time they got to be this point, it's like, oh, it didn't make it to the final cut. We changed it to Jim with snap-on scuba armor. Yeah, 
very Batman style. Yeah, it's like Batman it's... Returns. Where it's like, why does he yeah. have his outfit? Don't worry about it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's so weird that Disney really did throw their weight behind this movie. Um, it because like there was there was a like a sequel planned and everything. So obviously, uh, well, it's a lot of day. Yeah, it had its day. It had its a uh, release. In at the uh, Cinerama in Hollywood, <laughs> Cinerama, yeah, filmed so, in Panavision. Uh, let's see. This film is the first major studio release to be released in the regular and IMAX theaters simultaneously. <laughs> this was this was done in the light of success of recent of movies that were recently re-released in IMAX, like Fantasia 2000 and Beauty and the Beast. So Fantasia 2000 at this point is now having a sort of second regurg- resurgence because it was re-released in IMAX. <laughs> I mean, you, you almost made a Freudian slip there, but yeah, kind uh, of was a resurgence. regurgence. Yeah. Yeah. It's like oh, it's coming back up again. Yeah, <sighs> but uh, the uh, the the chairman said that this is a good way to differentiate ourselves from your you know your your standard studio during this time frame. Yeah, <laughs> during because it was released during the holiday season, so it was designed to be a huge hit for Christmas. Uh, spoilers. And... Spoilers. Was it? Was was not. Oh, what? Yeah. Uh, so, like we said, $140 million budget. Uh, it made $110 million. Yeesh. Yeah. Yeesh. Yeah, not, not great. Not great. Uh, it apparently has done okay on DVD. Not as great as some of the others, but it was like number one when it came out. Uh, and was one of the last like 2003 is when the vhs would have come out like this is one of the last vestiges of the vhs format yeah. so it was a hot seller on vhs for a little bit because disney stuff was always a hot tape seller because that's especially at around this time a lot of uh families would have just kids tape were used to tapes you know like <laughs> and it's yeah. in 2003 it's easier to Make yeah. a copy of a VHS tape than it was to burn a DVD. Yep, sixty nine percent nice on Rotten Tomatoes. Go, oh, so it's right up there with Sonic. Right up there with Sonic. Uh, Metacritic, it's at sixty out of a hundred. Uh, it wasn't particularly well received. It was nominated for an Academy Award because we're at that stage where Academy Awards are possible. But uh, the <laughs> The Academy Award nomination, it was won by Spirited Away this year, a Hayao Miyazaki classic, um, Studio Ghibli, um, which is fantastic. It's what made me watch that movie. It's like, what the, I thought, because I didn't know what that movie was at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw it and absolutely fell in love with it. Way better movie than this, by a long shot. So it, it was just nominated for the best animated feature film. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, just because it was an animated just feature. Because it was an animated feature. The animated feature format only exists, the award only exists because it's a bunch of old white people nominating movies for the Academy and no they they don't if they don't they want to quote unquote like feel right nominating or even having an animated film win best picture because mm-hmm. like the few times that it had an animated film had even been nominated for best picture like Beauty and the Beast like was a they felt was 
uh, discrediting to the category. Did, did you see that article uh, recently about the the thing somebody said, like, you know, once got Beauty and Beast was nominated, like, we can never let this happen again. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, and that's really 100% the reason why the, this category exists. Yeah, and, and, and Disney, <laughs> Disney never creates uh, a, a film. We're, we're, we're years and years away, like a decade away until Disney wins this out of this category, which is crazy. They're the reason for its existence, but they don't put out anything worthy of the award for, you know, 13 years after its existence as it comes to be. Fun. Fun, fun, fun. So basically DreamWorks just cleaning up. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there was a Treasure Planet sequel in the works. Uh, possibly. It's funny when you can't even make a direct-to-DVD sequel to a movie. Like, this is ripe for the pickings. Yep. For a direct-to-video sequel prequel like a long john silver prequel or something <laughs> yeah a, a fast food from why was there not a fast food promotion with long john silvers <laughs> it's, it's like how there was no uh cross promotion with sonic with sonic yes it's a bunch of idiots in control of these things because like what what are you doing these, these these are layups you're blowing wide open layups uh, apparently the sequel was going to be Jim and Kate, a love interest and classmate at the Royal Academy, team up with Long John Silver to stop, to stop the villainous Ironbeard from freeing the inmates of the Botany Bay prison asteroid. And Willem Dafoe was going to be the voice of Ironbeard. Wow. <laughs> it was canceled? Which, why, would, why was it canceled, would you think? Ugh, because it lost $30 million? A bingo box yeah. office failure, so they canceled the sequel, which is crazy for Disney because, like, regardless, a direct-to-video sequel for for Treasure Planet makes a lot of sense. But nothing, they just but, gave up on it immediately because I think even like Lilo and Stitch was a bigger success, anyways. Right. And you're also next year you have Pirates of the Caribbean. So what what benefit do you have making another pirate movie? William Defoe. <laughs> featuring Willem Dafoe. Hey. Just... Lord Chancellor. <laughs> hey. Why'd you spill your beans? <laughs> <laughs> Peter, you are like a son to me. <laughs> Peter. So, Nick? Yes. We already covered it. Was there a sequel? No. No, no there was not. Was there a theme park ride? Uh, obviously not, but I think there might have been like some kind of tie-in at the theme There was park. always tie-ins. There's always tie-ins, but there was never an attraction. No. There was never anything. Was there a video game? Absolutely. Had to be a Game Boy Abs- Advance game somewhere. Absolutely. Absolutely there was a Game Boy Advance game. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, there were a few. There was those typical like PC games that existed. There was a PlayStation 2 and PlayStation 1 game. And a Game Boy Advance game. <laughs> It's we're the period like in the two thousands. Like, was there a, a Game Boy Advance game? Yes, yes. Because Game Boy Advance, they were making like weird. There was like an ET Game Boy Advance game. Like, that's a that's that's a move. That's a bull, that is, that's a bull move. Was the original there. was the original game unlockable on it? No, no. Oh. Uh, but but like to the the gall to make an ET game at any point in any at any time in history now is lost forever, but they still did it. Yeah, it's like, you know what? Let's just do it. Just do it. 
It's going to uh, stop us. Nobody. It's a Game Boy game. It's just going to go to the market, be $20, and we've lost nothing because a bunch of parents will buy it for their kids because they don't know. <laughs> they don't know the history. Yeah. Well, so at the time, I think like pretty much THQ had like all the rights to like the Disney Game Boy Advance games, right? They were uh, developing this? I think so. I think it was THQ? Uh, let's see. Uh, the uh, Sony released the... Uh, Sony actually, Sony Computer Entertainment released Treasure Planet action video game for the PlayStation and PlayStation 2 by Bizarre, which is weird because Bizarre is known for uh, Project Gotham Racing for the Xbox and Geometry Wars for the Xbox for these things, but also Treasure Planet for the PlayStation 2. <laughs> uh, game Boy, it just says that Game Boy Advance game was released. <laughs> it doesn't say from who, yeah. what it is. It, it's there. Yeah. Now I've got to look it up. Are you, you ever tempted to just go track down some of these obscure, like Game Boy Advance games from these from some of these movies we cover that are not good? Oh, absolutely! Like I fun. need to get Brother Bear for the Game Boy Advance. Spoilers: We're gonna watch Brother Bear coming yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that uh, Rick Moranis is making his triumphant return, to yes. Films, yeah. Uh, we get to watch one of his last film roles. <laughs> now, his, now his children are in their 40s and self-sufficient. Rick Moranis feels okay about going back to work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, it, this, who? Uh, Treasure Planet was developed and published by Disney Interactive. So. Uh, eh? uh, the highest review was from Nintendo Power. Surprise, surprise. What? Uh, and, and and the quote on <laughs> Metacritic for it is: Players can access Solar Surfer writing sequences and unlockable clips from the film. That's the quote from this review that they chose on Metacritic. Yep. That you can that you can see clips from the film and ride the Solar Surfer. Well, that's it. That's tells you but all. It seems you like, but it seems like that's the only thing people like about this game because the IGN review. Uh, the solar surfing is only so-so, but if you're looking for an adventure that'll challenge your mind as well as your reflexes, this one should be marked on your map. <laughs> oh, God. So, uh, on October 14th, 2003, a user named Tone B gave it the review of t- a Perfect 10, saying it's a work of pure genius. So, uh, Tone B? Yeah. I, I-, I question your motives. <laughs> he he used to work for Disney Interactive, you know. Yeah, he was like, no. Nah. <laughs> I love this game. It's the best game I ever it's worked. The best on. game ever. I mean, er, of crap. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I yeah, I I wanted to like this movie. It should be better than it is, and it's just not, and that's a bummer. Uh, it just feels like they they put all their effort into the way it looked, and not how it was written was, yeah yeah apparently this is the second retelling of treasure island in space because apparently in 1987 there was an italian miniseries called treasure island in outer space so that's very exciting because it's is there anyone in it that's ernest borgnine's in it oh my god ernest borgnine who is also in what jj the black hole the black hole uh you're doing a space movie uh <laughs> I hear you doing a space movie. Anthony Quinn was in it. Okay. And uh, David Warbeck was in it. So, so 
Yeah. Like you, if you're making a live action, like low budget space movie, you do who you'd call. Uh, yeah, I love the picture. You call Cabby from. I, I, I wish I, I don't know. I wish you could see. Let's see if you can make it out on this. This is the DVD cover of it. Come on, you can see where Ernest Borgnine is on it. There you go. I'm in this movie. Like, look at him. Just exactly what you expect from Ernest Borgnine. I'm Ernest Borgnine. Wonder what role he played in it. I want to. He's like, I still got my old McHale uniform. Like, uh, Mr. Borgnine. This is gonna take place in the future. Is this like Airwolf? Let's see. Ernest Borgnine played Billy Bones, so he dies at the beginning uh, of this movie. So, uh, <laughs> and Anthony like, and Anthony Quinn was Long John Silver. So, do you guys remember when I was in Body? Yeah, Mr. Yes. Mr. Mr. Borgnine, Mr. Borgnine, that was please. That was so you. Right, I want an Oscar for that. Please, sir. We filmed all your scenes already. I was in, <laughs> I was in Body. <laughs> do you want to hear about my day shooting on Bad Damn Black Rock? And how Spencer Tracy actually put a cigarette out on me. <laughs> You've already told us that story, sir. I was in McHale's Navy. <laughs> and and fast forward to his episode on The Simpsons, which you can watch now <laughs> on Disney Plus. Disney Plus. <laughs> Nick? Yes, JJ. 2002. Okay. Big year for movies. Big, okay. big, big year for movies. Yep. Uh, not this movie. That's for Dan. No! But would you like to take a shot at what the top 10 movies of 2002 were? Was, was Spider-Man was number one? Spider-Man was number three. Buh? Oh, like I said, a big, big year for movies. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. Number one movie of the year, The Two Towers. That was the movie of the year? Yep. $926 million worldwide. These, that... are, world, these are worldwide grosses, not American. They're oh, okay. It's like, I, I have never seen that movie. It's Lord of the Rings. Oh, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're right. The Two Towers. For some reason, I thought, like, did this make like a, like a 9 11 movie? Like, I, th- I was thinking, okay, I was thinking the one Nick Cage in it. Nick Cage. The, 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 that was World Trade Center. Okay. Center. Sorry. 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 Uh, number two, Chamber of Secrets. Okay. So that makes sense. Number three, Spider-Man. Right. Number four, Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. Nope. Which you can listen to an episode talking about that movie on this very feed with me and my good friend Jake. Yep. <laughs> uh, number five, Men in Black Two. It was all right. Men in Black Two it's was okay. okay. Meh. Number six, Die Another Day. Oh, it should have. <laughs> it should have died much earlier. Uh, number seven, signs. You know, I like signs. I'm signs a, is fine. Signs fine. is good. It's a Disney movie. It was the most successful Disney movie of the year. It, <laughs> it gets a bad rap because of M. Night Shyamalan, but you know what? It gets a It's not the village. Disney. Yeah, it gets a retroactive bad rap because M. Night Shyamalan sort of became M. Night Shyamalan. So and also Mel Gibson. Yeah, and when you go back to Signs, it's just like M. Night Shyamalan as hell. Yeah. But it was only like one of his earlier movies. So and you have you know. Joaquin Phoenix dressed as a Joker beating a bunch of aliens with a baseball bat. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And, yeah, and as, as Gary Glitter blares in the background. Yes. Uh, number eight, Ice Age. Uh, I like Ice uh, Age. I like that first one. It's okay. My kids it's like Ice Age. Yeah, it's not great, but it's still good. Ah, ah, I'm a wood mammoth. Which, when we decided that Ray Romano and Dennis Leary were children's stars. Yeah. 
to be fair, Dennis Leary had already done the Sandlot and Operation Dumbo Drop. Very true. Very true. Uh, number nine, my big fat Greek wedding. Okay, I, I don't think I've ever seen all that movie, but. And number ten, Minority Report. Fantastic so, movie. I love Minority Report. Uh, let's see. Anything else interesting happened that year? Who won the best the Academy Award for Best Picture? For Best Picture in two thousand and two. This it... was a weird. This was a weird year where it, there was controversy this year over a particular movie. <laughs> uh, were any of the movies we just met, you just mentioned nominated? For, for... I don't know about nominated, but definitely none of the movies we mentioned uh, won. I, I have no clue. Chicago. Oh, okay. And, yeah. And and and, and uh, uh, Roman Polanski won Best Director Academy Award. Oops. Uh, for the pianist. Rot row. Yeah, whoopsie diesels. And, and and it was controversial because it's not like the stuff about uh, uh, Polanski was new. No. So like, like, everyone knew he was not in America and everyone knew he wasn't going to come to America to accept his award because yep. of why everyone was mad that he was nominated and was probably going to win that award. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, like Robert Polanski's got pretty much common knowledge since what? The seventies, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. It was like it, Roman Plansky's weird already during this whole uh, uh, Manson family situation. So, right. You know, we're just gonna have more. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and then uh, he. Why was he not at the at the mansion that night? I wonder. Or had they already divorced? <laughs> I think. Uh, they don't tell you in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, or Helder's so. <laughs> Let's see. What else? I'm, I'm trying to see what opened with uh, this movie. It was in November. I'm on October here. What opened with Treasure Planet? Uh, oh, boy. Uh, here's what opened with Treasure Planet. Eight Crazy Nights. The... <laughs> Oh, Sandler Hanukkah movie. Hey. A movie called Extreme Ops. Uh, <laughs> so, is that like Tom Clancy's Extreme Ops? Oh man, the cover is a dude on a snowboard running away from st- two helicopters. Uh-huh. Uh I is don't the, know who is the extreme in a bigger is the accent extreme in a bigger font? It, not, it's, in a, it's in a bigger font. It's in the WWF scratch logo style and circled. Okay, so, cool. All right. Yeah. So you know it's good. Yep. Uh, directed by the guy who did, let's see, Livewire. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, Screamers and Scanners 2 and 3. What? Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. You know what I need? I need a drill and junkie movie. Uh, I'm looking at the. Uh, oh god! It stars the guy who was Human Casper in that 1995 Casper movie. <laughs> it stars Casper Van Dien. Yeah, yeah. yeah, boy, his his credits. The lead of this extreme ops movie, Little Giants, Casper, uh, SLC Punk, Idle Hands, Final Destination. Slackers. Oh, that guy. 
Yeah. Yeah, the punchable face guy. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. The guy who looks like he should be wearing puka shells everywhere he goes. Yeah. And then he does, he unironically does the shaka bra. Yeah. Shaka bra. Shaka bra. Shaka bra. I lost where I was. I don't, so what, okay, I said extreme ops. Mm hmm. Personal velocity, three portraits. Huh? It's a draw. It's a it's a drama. It's like a JRPG. It's it's yeah. It sounds like that's something out of Japan. I'm sure it's a very serious movie that is not yeah. uh, starring Kira Sedgwick. Uh, so, okay. Uh, directed by Rebecca Miller. Uh, it, it, it was it was developed by Atlas Software. <laughs> uh, Solaris. Okay. I'm sure you remember that was the uh, Soderbergh film. Produced by James Cameron, starring George Clooney. Oh, George Clooney's first space movie. Yes, his first yeah. space movie. Uh, I love the I love the poster for Solaris because it does not tell you, uh, like what it is. It doesn't tell you it's on space. It it's just George Clooney kissing. I forget what her name is, but it's just like the space movie. Okay, <laughs> the Michelle Pfeiffer. No, no. I couldn't tell who it was. Uh, well, you know, it turns out I have a little device that has all the knowledge of the common universe in it. So and I'm it gonna... also opened up with the movie They, which was a uh, movie, a horror movie. I think it was originally called Wes Craven's They. <laughs> so. Wes Craven's Last House on the Left. Yeah. It's and it doesn't really star anybody. It was a terrible movie, it's because it was a end of the year. It was a post Halloween horror movie, so it can't be. <laughs> like, it's never good. If a horror movie is out in November, December, January, February, yep, uh, good chance bad movie. Yep. So. <laughs> Sometimes you get like some good Christmas time horror films. Yeah, but it has to be. Marketed directly as a horror movie around like, Christmas, like the Krampus. Yes, exactly. I like the Krampus. It's fine. No, it was yeah. all right. Yeah, or uh, what was uh, the remake uh, of Black Christmas? Black, no, 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 none of those are that great. But uh, uh, was, it, was it like Rare Exports? I think it was called. Yeah, that's a great a, movie. Was that a Christmas movie? Yeah. Well, yeah, because it was like. Yeah, because it's called Rare es- Exports, A Christmas Tale. Mm. <laughs> and it's like, they, like, it's, you learn the story. It's like, no, we have to keep Santa Claus caged. <laughs> oh, it's that one episode of Futurama again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, Rare Exports, great movie, watch it. Um, but yeah, that's Treasure Planet, I guess. It's a movie. It's a movie. I'm going to say, out. without knowing where it is on my list, I know it's going to be... Where, what? Where this is episode 43, so it's probably going to be in the 30, low 30s somewhere on my list. That's, a, that's about right. <laughs> Again, I didn't dislike it. Like, I, I'm certainly probably going to like it more in our next film. Yeah. For a variety of reasons. Okay. Can you, can you guess why one of the reasons I won't like our next film? Uh, I have some ideas, but we better keep some good content for. Yes. <laughs> Once again, this is for this way. JD is going to be gleefully, gleefully overjoyed. Once I get to hear the soundtrack. <laughs> Can't wait. Mm-hmm. Exciting. Always exciting for me. Mm-hmm. So what you're thinking thirties for you as well. I think so. 
I'll figure it out. We'll talk about it first thing next episode. Yeah. Uh, we won't be recording next week because uh, I'll be in Disneyland again. <laughs> JD is going to be uh, going to be living in uh, uh, the the Star Wars area. Yep. Galaxy's I'm gonna, Edge. I'm going to. I'm going to find a hole that they won't find me in, and I'm just going to spend the night there. <laughs> they can't catch me. And you're going to live on blue milk. I think I could. No, it'll be the green milk. I'm going to uh, just go for it, just just like Luke. Yeah, just go for that green milk. Just go for it. Uh, I will find a way to live on the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Hell or high water. <laughs> They've got those little... I've seen the movie. It's got the little things where you can smuggle... Good. Yeah, Luke, Luke and Leia were hiding in and all that stuff. I can do it too. I've seen the movie. I know how it works. Yep. I'm going, well, I'm going to hope and pray that they haven't seen the movie. Yes. That's my well, opinion. knowing knowing some Disney execs, probably not. Um, I, I I think Bob Iger has probably watched like the Christmas special and Attack of the Clones, uh, and that's it. And and the Droids cartoon. The Droids all cartoon. The, all but, the Droids cartoons. But, but not the Ewoks cartoon. No, not no. the Ewoks. Because there's just a line there. Like, they're just going to drag you off the Falcon. And you're just, like, like a disheveled JJ screaming about, like, I was going to make the castle run. <laughs> uh, I actually haven't seen. So next week is Brother Bear. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. It is. I, yeah. remember seeing, I remember seeing that movie brand new. And then seeing it on video, liking it both times, but that was 2003. Uh, let's see, when, when in 2003 did that come out? Uh, November of 2003, so I was uh, out of high school and doing absolutely nothing. So Nice. Nothing, no time to, doing nothing but watch movies. So. So, so your reference point for, like, quality was bad. Yeah. You're like, oh, I don't know. I've 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 lived a life yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a kid still. I'm a kid still. I'm just. I'm, now I'm just now I, now I'm not going to school and I'm not working. So. <laughs> so yeah, it's like, and and cut to now grizzled old man JJ yeah. or grizzled thirty man is thirty JJ. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Do I still like Brother Bear? Do I not still like Brother Bear? Am I able to look past the music of Phil Collins? We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> will will I continually get it mixed up with the Country Bears movie? <laughs> also by Disney. Also by Disney. And uh, we should watch the Country Bears movie for this. Should we? I think we should. We're just gonna oh. keep. We're gonna keep talking about things like Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea and the Black Hole and all these yeah. movies, Treasure Island. And sure. then we're just gonna watch all. Then we're just gonna watch. Uh, the bad stuff. We're going to watch Country Bears and The Haunted Mansion. Yeah, like three months from now, like, oh, right, join us next week for the Hannah Montana movie. <laughs> I do have my lines. I'm not going to do anything. <laughs> the Lizzie McGuire movie. Lizzie McGuire movie. There you go. Rocket Power. Was that Nick? Was that Disney or was that Nickelodeon? I, I think remember. that was Nickelodeon. Yeah, it was Nickelodeon. Yeah, because so, okay, it was like this classy Chupo. So. <laughs> it was like that Jimmy Neutron vein. It was that... Uh, just like Rugrats. Yeah, was, yeah. I think it was the uh, uh, Kaleski Studios. Klasky Chupo. Klasky Chupo. Yeah, they were the they, they they were like one of the studios that worked on original Simpsons for a while. Yeah, you're right. They did. Yeah, uh, but they were best known for Rugrats. So original Simpsons now serving Disney Plus <laughs> in an aspect ratio, which is apparently infuriating. It can be. 
90 percent of the episodes it doesn't matter but a couple of times it really does so you can't yeah. you can't see you can't see the all the plant in the uh the uh homophobic homer episode <laughs> you can't see the <laughs> you can't see all of the horrific uh homosexual stereotypes yes yeah. <laughs> possibly for the best <laughs> but uh but they're fixing that, I guess. Or they fixed it? I don't know. I remember they were going to fix it after the beginning of the year, and it's after the beginning of the year. So I don't know if it's fixed yet or not. But we'll see. Yeah. But until then, thank you all for joining us again. Uh, we'll see you next week for Brother Bear. And have a magical day. Bye. Uh...